guns here for the Squinners pre-game. The crowd is electric. We've got at least 20,000, maybe 25. Uh, kids have taken over today and they are running the show here. Lines are out, warming up. Giants are in their huddle, they've warmed up. Um, they're looking good. They are looking red hot. Big, big Simpson, he looks fired up. Uh, Toby's, Toby's in a daydream, but that's fine. Um, the coaches are coming to the side. Uh, what else have we got going on here? Yeah, the, the umpires, they're, they're looking good. They're looking fresh. Uh, look, this is a danger game. I won't lie, I'm nervous. Uh, but the boys look fired up. They look focused, so we'll see how we go. Fingers crossed, we'll touch base a bit later. For everyone, you are Greater Western Sydney's collective giant appetite for flag glory. We are the Squinders. This is our podcast, Never Surrender. It is the only Giants fan cast in the universe, and that... That is the smell of legitimacy. Giants legitimacy. And it smells pretty fucking good. The GWS Giants organisation, as of last week, they now know we exist, and... Apparently they are big fans. I think it's safe to say that Never Surrender by the Squinners is now the GWS Giants' official unauthorised podcast. So think about it, potential Squinners sponsors. There's nearly 30,000 members and the whole of Western Sydney to sell stuff to, and we want to help you sell it to make this pod even more fabulous. So if your people want to talk to our people, email at us. Email us at neversurrenderpod at gmail.com. Exactly like the Giants media honcho did on Monday, and I'm going to quote him, Keen to support where possible. Plenty of good stories in the Giants fan base that can be told at the right time. Let's stay in touch to keep this growing. And then what do you know, the fabulous Alison Zell plugs us at the end of the Squinners endorsed podcast, The Footy Phil. Just a shout out to a fan podcast that's just started up called Never Surrender. Never Surrender. It's a Giants fan podcast. I listened to their last episode, which was recorded live at Henson Park at nice. The Kneeful. Awesome. It was good. That's great. I'll tune into that. Which is appreciated, but as you can hear, she thinks we're good. Like a Thursday afternoon flat white at your fourth favourite cafe is good. Uh, so thanks, Zelly, if we can call you Zelly. But if you want to endorse your squinters a tad more rousingly less next time, you know, I can feel free to take it to the max. Um, that said, Zelly, she gave us a bit of a bump. Last week's live show has been downloaded now half a thousand times. Uh, and considering the first show was only downloaded a bit of a tenth a bit over <laughs> 10,000 times. Uh, that's all on you. So, gracias, Alison. The Squinters, we love you platonically. Uh, but for everyone who has since joined our Orange Bandwagon recently is wondering, uh, what the fuck? Uh, JSYK, the Squinters are a ragtag bunch of pharmacists, doctors, lawyers, wannabe politicians and accountants of various, not overwhelming footballing ability. Uh, between the 10 of us, I think we played one game in Neeful and 100 games in the lowest division of Sydney footy for Sydney University Australian National Football Club during the noughties. We're spread around the world, but we come together on Facebook and are interchanging into this first grade podcast team for the rest of the year, maintaining squad freshness and reviewing each Giants match until we fucking win the flag. Which, as of this week, seems a bit further away than it did when we started. Um, we speculate wildly about the Giants from outside their four walls, officially unauthorised, unfiltered and uninformed. And there's a bit about the Giants to talk about tonight. We've got three new Squinters origin stories, 
a plethora of giants and ex-giants making comments about going or staying. We've got live hot dunsy takes from the Brisbane fucking catastrophe at the Beanstalk this evening and the official launch of our spin-off interview series, The Squinters Chat Up. We're the squinters, we're Giants fans, and like you, we never surrender. <laughs> so let's get on with the pod. And who is on the pod this Sunday to talk about all the Giants topics we're talking about? That's a great question. I am so happy to announce three more debuts. This is, tonight is maximum squad freshness. Rolling into the team today, three squinners who have been toiling away on their banner in the squinners Facebook message thread and are now stepping into the pod light. We've got Bubs on board. Everyone's favourite squinner, who is our analyst and inside voice. We've got Growler, the handsomest squinner in history. And we've got the squinner's draftee so brand spanking new, this will be the first time most of the boys have heard his voice since my wedding in 2006. The best <laughs> ruckman who's never rucked a Sharon, Dunsey. Gentlemen, never surrender is yours. How are you all, apart from a bit depressed? Good evening, Needles. Mate, I'm up and about after that intro. That was sensational. <laughs> and I do have to clarify, I have played Aussie Rules. So oh, really? I, 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 I played three solid games for Tamworth High School. So, um, right. yeah, no, I'm do not I... that fresh. Everyone, that was Dunsey. Um, Bubs, I'm going to throw to you. You're our analyst. You have an inside line into the Giants. And, uh, well, no, we won't, we won't go there. We won't go there immediately. What is your Giants' origin story? So, uh, very pumped to be here this evening. Unfortunately, the circumstances are uh, a bit disappointing. But um, A bit disappointing. But, but thank you nonetheless. Yeah, I'm sort of blowing up. But as I was telling the boys before, <laughs> I was sort of blowing up more last week because that was, that was the game that we should have won against the Bombers. So, this week we were just thoroughly outplayed across the board. So, it's, I've, I've come to terms with it over four quarters as opposed to the Bombers, which was just a bit of a bit of a kick in the gut right at the end. But anyway, my origin story. So I, uh, born in Frankston, um, grew up in Canberra, and we were a mad keen Fitzroy supporter family. Um, yes. There's my, a dark uh, cul-de-sac. Dad, <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my, my old man's family, we all supported, you know, they, they supported the, the Fitzroy Lions and, and, and so did all the boys. And there four, four boys. You are the youngest of four I am. boys. And uh, well, I was that into it that my granny in Melbourne used to send me clips out of the Herald Sun once a week about all the Fitzroy articles, which was pretty uh, was pretty amazing at the time. So I was, hell. I was pretty pumped. And, and <laughs> that was born, almost before the internet. It was. And uh, so born in 86, and then the, the, the old Fitzroy, uh, Fitzroy lines folded in 96. So I had 10 years of glory. Well, not really glory. Yeah, I was say, <laughs> would you describe it as glory? <laughs> but, Rapid uh, decline? Yeah. I, I, I tell you what, we had some good play about, you know, Mark Zanotti, John Rombotis, Chris Johnson, Brad Boyd. Ruse? Some, some pretty big names there. Never heard of them, bub. Paul Ruse? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that was Ruse and... Alistair, oh. what's his face from Brisbane? Alistair Lynch. He yeah. Was, he floated around. Matthew Primus was, was kind of the number, number one or two draft pick. Who also played for the Giants ever. later down the track. No, 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 he didn't. You yeah. sure about that? No, he didn't. Didn't he? No, oh, was he that, oh, that was, no, sorry, take it back. Brogan. Yeah. No, that's Dean Brogan. Anyway, so... Um, I'll delete that. So they, <laughs> fold, <laughs> so, so they folded in, what, 96 and joined Fitzroy in 97. 
had had a few years of glory. George Brisbane. Sorry, George Brisbane. We had a few few years of glory. 2001, 2004, a lot of premierships, um, and then sort of be, became a bit jaded around 2010, 2011, when when the boss boss sort of boss was at the helm with Favola and the uh, boss Favola disaster. Yeah, the Bradshaw got punted, and the whole thing was a bloody debacle. And uh, and then when the Giants came to came to be, it was. Um, I started following them pretty closely, and it was, and I, I wouldn't say I was a diehard straight away, but it's, I was a pretty big fan of Lukey Power being at the, 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 you know, the Fitzroy, sorry, the Brizzy Brizzy Lions moving over to the Giants, so I was pretty pumped about that. But sort of a couple of years in, I, I really got into them, and um, probably about five five years now, I've been sort of, been, been a bit of a diehard, and um, being being a being located in Balmain and Roselle, it's. I see a fair few of the boys around at the local cafes and um, restaurants and that sort of thing. And I also... Balmain and Roselle, which is west of um, Glebe Anzac Bridge. It is. And so I have a chat, I have a chat with a few of the guys and, and, and have a bit of a, you know, every now and again, have a bit of an inside inside story on, on, on what's happening. You know, is Toby going to come back this week or isn't he going to come back in? Um, and the other the other connection on on the inside is I have a very good mate of mine in in what's called the Captain's Club, and and you might not know what that is, but it's a it's it's a it's a coterie group for for Giants supporters that a lot of them are corporates, and they um I think they pay five or six grand a year, and they um, right they, they have a certain a certain economic class of giant supporter. <laughs> yeah, and they um genuine they, squinters. Yeah, so they put money in and. <laughs> Which we love, um, by the way. I mean, we're a broad we church. And so I, I tend to go to a few games, games with those guys, and they have, they have kind of, you know, a couple of times they have, um, you know, the, the head of the recruitment that come in and give a talk, or one occasion Leon Cameron came and gave a talk, or the some of the other assistant coaches, and so you have a bit of an insight into into what's happening on the inside, so which is which is pretty awesome. So um, yeah, that's my. So we could get some good scoops from you. We do. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, well, on on, on the old uh, Facebook chat, we have a bit of, you know, I, I throw out a bit of banter. So, so who knows? Uh, what's your? You played you played footy since basically two days out of the womb, as far as I can tell. Favorite position? Oh, it's got to, midfield. The yeah, only it, position you've ever played, <laughs> I understand. Yeah, the only position. The only. Yeah, and and I'll I'll correct you. Actually, we have two needful games between us squinters. I, oh, I, I, I had, I had, yeah, I had one back. Um, Tickets. Back in the <laughs> back in the day, so, I'm, so I, I like to have that under the belt. We, we we got pumped, but you know that was the first year, anyway. No, 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 rack them up. Two's much better than one. Look at us, yeah. fucking fair yeah. enough. Because we're all team, right? And so we share <laughs> glory. Um, favorite Giants player, Bubs. Cal Cal Ward, all heart and soul. Goes in hard for the ball, mm. gets it yeah. out. Reminds yeah, you no. of yourself. No, I love Cal. He's a uh, he's a real he was a real man's man, Cal. So he's hard not to love. Yeah, he's got a hard head. Concrete yeah, head. I, 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 I like. Did that. you say he was a real man's man? Because I don't know if you should be talking about him in the past tense. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'll be back next year. He'll be he'll be back stronger next year. Um. Oh, well, that's lovely. Well, welcome, welcome to being on the Squinners live for the first time. It's wonderful to have you, and we are looking forward to your analysis, which Cheese generally tends to steal, and then passes off as his own, but it'll be nice to have it live for once. Um, Growler. Yes. A Giants fan from way back? Not a footy fan from a lot. For, you, you came to Sydney Uni and then you came to footy. 
Absolutely. Yeah, so my story begins on the mid-north coast of New South Wales in rugby league heartland. <laughs> yes. Taree. Good. Yeah, Taree, that's right. It was Old Bar Head or something. Oh, and, uh, yeah, Taree grew up in Taree. Latrell Mitchell country. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, Boyd Cordner, yeah, absolutely. Um, and the Old Bar legend. Clams, is it? The rugby team? Yeah, you, Dunsey, you know a lot about Dunsey, uh, that Dunsey, area. What's going on? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I, I definitely came to the game late. I uh, grew up watching league and um, playing soccer, basically. Um, never played league. Um, but, yeah, ended up at Sydney Uni um, for university and uh, just wanted to try something a bit different. Um, a good good friend and friend of a, a few on the podcast, um, Curls, was doing university with me and he'd played junior AFL or... Um, uh for i think western suburbs maybe um and uh he was going to go down and have a have a kick so i thought i'll give it a crack and um that's how i ended up with um sydney uni afl and uh safe to say didn't know a lot about the game at that point (laughs) so i reckon there would have been on the tv maybe one game a weekend when i was growing up and it's probably a sunday afternoon game or Maybe after '96, when it was '96 when the Swans made the GF, like they might yeah, have had yeah. like Saturday night games or something. So there wasn't really a lot to watch. I don't, I don't think. Um, so it was, yeah, it was a, a learning curve, and I watched a lot of footy. And so I never really had a team. Uh, there was a, a few, a few friends tried to put me on a few bandwagons. Um, I did have a soft spot for the Hawks at, um, for a period of time there. Um, Obviously, that great team through the <laughs> little laugh, yeah, pubs. yeah, band, laugh of recognition. Band, bandwagon. I was maybe just, I was just thinking, uh, I was just thinking what C two would be saying right now. <laughs> yeah, definitely give C two a shout out there. He was a, he was a, um, mm. a, a big, big driver of that one. Yeah. Uh, but but that was a great C2. team. That was a great team to watch football. I I, I really I, I actually do believe that. And what era are we talking here? Uh, like I guess from two thousand and five six onwards. Yeah, not yeah. yeah. So through the yeah, Cyril, the Cyril, Cyril and the, you know, the, oh, Hodge, Mitchell, Hodge. Like, that, that was yep. like Buddy, Buddy. Was there. It was that was a, that was a great team. So that was that was really good. Um, but didn't really ever have that that love. Um, and, and I think you know you actually follow a team when, you, um, and it's maybe a bit like you, Needles. You, you sometimes you can't actually watch the game. <laughs> Yeah, you get too frustrated <laughs> by things. Um, so I never quite had that with the Hawks, but when the when the Squinters came around, I thought I'd give them a go. Uh, had some again some some influential friends who chipped in, got me a jersey in the first couple of years when we were talking about following them, and then I actually went to the US for a few years and and didn't really keep up to up to speed with things. Uh, but since I got back, um, I have. Um, been watching a lot more games, um, become a member the last few years, and uh, and yeah, really, really enjoying it. Become a member, you say? Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, is there's a bit more context to your membership? Uh, purchase for me. <laughs> 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 no, so very when very you say became a member. Very... <laughs> what did it involve? I was given a membership. <laughs> it was it was a, a very kind gift from my family. Yeah. But and, and even more it's than committed. to be honest, even more than that, needles. I've actually got one of the memberships where you get a designated seat. So I've got a seat oh, number stop. somewhere, Ooh. and I'll 
I have actually never even seen that seat. I never, I never seen it. <laughs> right. I always, you've never seen, you've never waved to Bubs in his in his captain's club, sitting on his nice no, cushion from your own I'll seat. I've just sitting there by myself. So if I ever go to the game, I'm, I just, you know, there's never a, really a packed house at um, at the I, Beanstalk. I think the last couple of times we went, Growler, was we uh, we pulled up a stool in that nice little glass members area. Yeah, don't 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 spread that yeah. word. Oh, the members far. bar. Don't spread that word. Yeah, too far, it's exclusive. Well, Grandma, as you know, I mean, if you if you go without friends, there's well, as because considering it was your idea, there's now a push on official push for a Squinters Live podcast from the Giants game at uh, Canberra when they play uh, Hawthorne on August the ninth. So everyone keep tight for that. But but quickly before we move to Dunsey Growl, you're you you built your way up. So you started playing bottom division Aussie rules for Sydney Uni, but ended playing Premier League. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so while, you yeah. put in the hard yard. Didn't just float in and immediately go into first grade like some, you know, of our other people. What um, what's your favourite position? Because I imagine you played almost all of them. Uh, I played most back of them. Pocket. Pocket. Yeah, definitely back line. So I actually back pocket. I actually brother. started um in the forward line, and I think after a couple of years, I realised I didn't kick any goals. So because they all went up as opposed to they forward. did. They did. They did have a very high trajectory. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I went down back, and I felt a lot more comfortable down back. Um. I think depending on which grade I was, you know, anywhere from a back pocket, I'd pay a bit of stand-up back in lower grades, which was good fun. Nice one. Um, and favourite Giants player? Um, I, I, would, I would probably have to say Nicky Haynes, just the way that he, he plays. But there's, oh, there's, He's a beautiful man. Yeah. Oh, I love Nicky. There's, what a man. There is well. a lot. I, I'm with Bub on Cal Ward. Um, yeah, you could you could talk all day, but yeah, I, do, I do feel comfortable. And spoiler alert. I wasn't very uh, happy with his game tonight, but um, he, uh, he he's generally good to watch. He got towed up, didn't yeah. he? Right. Yep. Well, he, that, he wasn't you know, by himself oh, that's true. in that respect. No. Um, look, we got we got one more origin story to to have a quick discussion of this after uh, this evening, and you you might have heard the tinkling of ice in the glasses. That's. Dunsey is having a few stiff drinks, as far as I can tell, having been at the game uh, that's just happened at Brisbane. Um, look, to set the scene, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Dunsey came to Sydney from Tamworth with a bit, reputation as a bit of a jet as a New South Wales country rugby second rower, uh, with a heroic bowl haircut, six foot seven, <laughs> pretty fast, pretty mobile, relatively excellent hand and foot skills. Um, Duns, did you have a good mate back in the day who was in your ear a fair bit about you coming down to play Aussie Rules with Sydney Uni? Did I have a mate? Yeah. Can you remember anyone ever say, hey, mate, you should come and play Sydney Uni with me? I'd play Aussie Rules with me in Sydney Uni. wouldn't call him a mate. Maybe an associate. Bloke you knew. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I knew a bloke that played footy. Um, and, well, a bit like in Tamworth, um, the blokes that couldn't play rugby or, you know, were just a bit gangly or just untalented at other sports ended up playing AFL. And it was a bit like that at uni. So, um, yeah, and I didn't end up, um, having a having a go of Aussie rules. You never came down, did you? No. And now in your early middle age, oh, um, mate, I, as you loving said, the Giants and the and the game of Aussie rules with the passion of a board again. Do you regret not listening to your mate who obviously only had your best interests at heart? Absolutely. My yeah. shoulders were no good for rugby, but I reckon I would have been the greatest ruckman running <laughs> I, around. I completely agree. And let's just in case your mate's listening, let, let's say he's listening, what would you say to your mate now about that <laughs> poor decisions that you made? <laughs> you were right, Needles. 
Uh, well, what? So, I mean, you've come from a a non Aussie rules area like uh, Growler, but you also you've never played, unlike Growler, or your three games. Hey, hey, hey. At, at Tamworth, what's what's your origin story, mate? Why the Giants yeah. play footy? Because you don't have a favourite position. Oh, I do. I'm a ruckman. Okay, now, look, ruckman. I um, yeah, a bit like Old Bar. Um, Tamworth isn't known for Aussie rules. It isn't. It's, it's generally. League, well, it is league or rugby. Um, that's it, depending on which side of the train tracks you're on. Um, and so and I was you were right. a pirate, was I right? <laughs> I, was a, I am a pirate. Um, so, yeah, played rugby and had no interest at all at uni in Aussie rules, as you know. Um, but, yeah, probably around the time that the Giants were, um, were sort of a seed of an idea, I was down in Adelaide, living and working down there and uh yeah no rugby down there to watch on the weekend so uh me and the boys would end up out at west lakes watching port adelaide and um yeah just got an interest from there and you know they'd they'd come in from elizabeth and salisbury and have this sort of almost cathartic experience on the weekend they'd, they'd be yelling and screaming and um it was great fun you know compared to rugby um the frustration of the waratahs and just the yeah, going to the SFS and um, it was a completely different experience and, and loved it. And so when I was back, got back to Sydney and yeah, around sort of 2011, 2012, um, that's when the Giants were sort of starting and we were actually doing a job at the Coliseum as Sheeds used to call it. <laughs> yeah, um, the <laughs> Now, yeah, Giant Stadium. And uh, so, yeah, we were, we were doing part of the, the build that they were they were um, doing to get the ground set up and um, this bloke I had a bloke working for me from Ireland um, a fit bloke used to used to be uh, quite good at hurling and this bloke was walking past one day and um, got talking to him and and said uh, you know got found out he's from Ireland and um, found out he was a bit of a, a bit of a sportsman he said mate you should come down and have a kick with our footy team um, and you know this wasn't this wasn't like a reserve grade Sydney subbies Aussie rules coach at the pub on a Friday night trying to get, you know, some players for his second division team. It was Kevin Sheedy, the AFL great, trying to get, uh, you know, a bit of interest for his for his Aussie rules team. And at that point, I just I I don't know, it sparked a bit of interest and and sort of shed a bit of light on what Sheeds was trying to do at that stage. He was, he was trying to get. You know, Western Sydney to buy in. He was trying to ignite something in in Sydney and um, trying to build a culture that you know everyone was buying into. And uh, I loved it. And um, the first home game that they played against uh, Essendon uh, that year, and um, I ended up going to that. And they got flogged, of course, as they did in that first year. But I put a stake in the ground and said, "Yep, this is my team. Um, I'm on board. Got a membership." And uh, yeah, have been on board ever since. But yeah, in terms of playing the game, I haven't done a lot. <laughs> haven't done a lot well, of yeah, no, that's uh, fine. We'll playing see that. You, you did share that iconic <laughs> photo when you were at the 2016 um, oh. prelim, was it? Oh no, the 2016 first qualifier where the Giants fisted Sydney and you, you and a mate in your Giants gear surrounded by yeah. unhappy swans. That's a brilliant, <laughs> a brilliant photo and a little yeah. bit of what could have been. That was that was one of the great moments. I can imagine. Actually, I can't imagine, but I'll, I'll take your word for it. Who's your favourite Giants player? 
got to plug Cogs if he's listening. Cogs, we like, we all love you. Please stay. Um, but my favourite, <laughs> my favourite would have to be the little ferret, Toby Green. <laughs> Probably Toby Green. He's just he epitomises the 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 club. You know, everyone hates him, but he's just tough and uh, loyal as fuck. Yeah, loyal as fuck, and just uh, he's just talented and doesn't give a fuck what anyone thinks. He's just awesome. And we well, that's excellent. I mean, before we 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 move to the review, which you were at the game this afternoon, um, so we're going to get some sort of live how it, unhappy it was reports. But GWS uh, chief executive Dave Matthews came out and he gave it gave a bit of a dig to Adam Trelaw, uh, said he didn't really need to be saying what he was saying as opposed to like you know, words to the effect of Canilio, you probably want to leave. Uh, and said, finished sort of, summed up the interview by saying, we didn't really miss Adam Trelaw. I, I, I think we missed him a bit. <laughs> Thoughts? I mean, obviously he moves and other people step up, but Trelaw is quite a good footballer. Yeah, but he is, he is but he turns it over a lot. So I, I actually believe what he's saying. I mean, it wasn't a huge loss for us when we were picking up top-end draft picks on the back of it so um although needles i would i actually listened to the to, to the dave matthews um uh, interview and and there was a i oh you listened uh, to it you didn't just float across and, the um, article like and i would actually pull out <laughs> and i'll give him a bit of a kudos for this but he had a big go at jeffrey kennett um the president of the hawks um regarding his comments um on the security staff um, being temporary Australians or something like that. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, Jeff Kennett's racism. he had a big, big go at it. And Dave Matthews is one of the only kind of presidents um, who stepped up, yeah. stepped up and had a go at the, the kind of the Melbourne fraternity and the boys, kind of the, you know, the, that whole crew. And, and but he hats off to him. I, I, I loved it. So, I, so Trelaw, yeah, good luck. He can go. I don't really give a toss. But I, I, I was cool. a big fan of... I was a big fan of Dave Matthews stepping up to uh, Jeffrey. Yeah, I don't think I think we had enough um, talent to, to fill the gap. Yeah, he's a great player, but I don't think I don't think we've necessarily missed him with the other talent that could fill his 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 place. I, I'm like you, Needles. I didn't I didn't read the article. Sorry, I didn't listen to the. <laughs> I read the article. I didn't. I didn't listen to the uh, to the interview. Hey. It, it, hey. And I don't know. It's just how it's written, but it came across a little bit spiteful. But um, when he's sort of saying that he's 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 certainly a lot more sure of himself now, and and that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a bit of messaging for Cogs or someone or something. I don't know. But I, yeah, I I don't think we've missed missed him greatly. I. I... I also think I also think it's one of those where you pull a tiny bit from a conversation yeah, and make probably. it the headline. Like it was, it was honestly, <gasps> it was honestly the the most marginal comment in the whole. Just clickbait. Kind of, Are we talking about clickbait? Yeah, it was massively clickbait. But I don't. I, yeah, I agree with him. I, I think um, I think Adam Trelaw is an awesome player, and Taylor Adams as well was bloody yeah. good, and they were good mates at the club. But and he was one probably my original favourite. So I was a bit gutted when he left. But was, look who's. No, uh, yeah, Trelaw was, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, he's just a Melbourne boy. Fuck off to Melbourne. We don't need you. Like, look who stepped up in his place. Josh Kelly. Taranto, <laughs> um, Jacob Hopper. No, nah, but, mate, he he loves it now. Yeah, Hopper, Taranto. Um, so, no, nah, stick with the pies. 
Right, well, that's con quite conclusive. Um, Adam Trelaw, we hardly knew you and we did miss you. So <laughs> Beat it. <laughs> knock yourself out with Collingwood. Delidio, Mumford and Shaw are considering whether or not they're coming back for 2020. And John Patton's probably going to, well, apparently Hawthorne are really well and truly into him. What are the thoughts? And I'll just say, I would like, I'd have Delidio and Mumford. Shaw, who I love, and I think he's been outstanding in the back line for the past four years, in Adelaide, against Adelaide, Essendon, and again this week. Correct. He's made some horrific yeah, my, my, clangers my that have led of, yeah, directly to I love him. I don't know. I, I love him. Liability. And Charlie Cameron just burnt him. I um my so my <laughs> take on it, I, I think mummy's I think mummy's probably probably gonna be cooked by the end of the year. He's um well no. one of the frustrating really? things with him, him as a supporter is he's he's um he's just so clumsy when he gives away all the free kicks. You know, like I I know what he's what he's trying to do, he's trying to smash blokes. But he's yeah. doing but he's just giving. He, he, I think he's the, the highest. You know, well, well and truly, by fifteen, he's, he's more. He's, he's he's put a gap in him in terms of giving away free kicks. And, you know, so the so, so the insight was, um, first game, for, for after after round one, down at the coffee shop, chatting to one of the guys Which, from the Giants okay. players. You're not allowed to say it. no names. I, I, I won't no say, names. Yeah. Well, I don't. Won't, yeah. No. Yeah. No names. Harry. And um and I and was sort of, and I was just sort of chatting like, oh well, how's um, how'd it go? And I was, and, and the first thing he said to me was, "How how good was it to have Mumford back?" Yeah. yeah. He was like, "All the boys walked, all the boys walked taller with Mummy out there, and it was, yeah. and it was a real difference." And so that was, yeah. That's coming from a player at a coffee yeah. shop. I mean, I think he really was in the first run, part of the season, so. the first sort of eight or nine games. I, I I think you're right, and that there's been, I think, I think it was um, Terry Wallace last week or the week before mentioned a few like his his body's not holding up and he was obviously rested this week i, I would be surprised if he plays um he, he probably i reckon they should probably actually rest him for another week or two and then building up for the for the rest of the year i i, I don't think i i i don't think he, they should be talking about next year for him i think they should if be there is a rest of the year through the end of the year um personally i, I think he's good from uh from, from one perspective that physicality is great but I'm with with Bob on the the number of um, free kicks he gives away, and it is it is pretty frustrating. Um, but yeah, that I mean, I, I I'm, I, I'm still. Oh no, sorry, Bubs. Yeah, no, 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 no. We'll, we'll just jump to lids. I mean, I, I reckon um, if his body holds up, I think you'll probably give him another year. Um, I mean, the, the thing I like about lids from a salary cap yeah. perspective, and that's that's a big. You need to take that. That's a big perspective. With our, with, yeah. with our team, he's he's. I think you can get away with potentially. You know, he's not going to be your most expensive player, and and he'll also hold down a pretty solid position. So, um, I, I if his if his body holds up, and 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 it is obviously predicated on that. Um, he's yeah, been good I'll, I'll be in the last month or two. Yeah, I thought he was good tonight. Uh, well, and well, speaking of speaking of speaking of salary caps. Um, John Patton to Hawthorne. Yeah. Well, just on that, what do you reckon? What do you reckon he'd be um, worth next year? How much does a knee Rico cost? Yeah. So, so his contract at the moment, he's he's signed on for the Giant. He's he's signed right. for next year as well. He's on. I think he's on seven hundred ish. Yeah. Right. That hurts. We're going for another year at seven hundred. That's yeah, a lot of dollars yeah. as well. Oh, that, I mean that, that that's the that's the kind of the talk on the. Through the through yep. the media, 
Yeah. It's big money. I, I, big money. I, I actually think... I actually think they're probably so. I think um, I think they were talking him up how good he's going this week, and I think they'll give him a, a yep. maybe maybe a run or two in in the first towards the end of the year, depending how the team's going, just to to show he's got a bit of value, and then I think I think they'll try and find something for him at the end of the year. Obviously, it's we'll see we'll see how the season develops. But at this stage, we're happy to tearfully wave off Patton. Um, Lids can stay. Mumford, asterisks. And what about Heater? It all depends Heater, on the salary Heater. cap. Yeah, I feel like Heater's been running like he needs a hip replacement for about seven years. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> running madly! It's a maniac. Uh, I, I think he's got more in him. That's. Um, I, I think also, you know, I don't think you're going to get any. Is he out of contract? I don't, don't even know. Um, yeah, no. I, I think, I think, I think they, I think those guys are. I think they're, they're all, all kind okay. of one years. Yeah. So, I, I can't see him getting a look in anywhere else really. So I think similar to what Bub was saying before, you might be able to get him relatively cheap and keep him around as a. But, as a yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the other thing, Grail, with with Heater in particular, and some of the young guys coming through. Like, we've got some really good, like, Isaac Cummings and a, and a few other guys that yeah. would slot yeah. in there really nicely. And, and, and it's yep. almost... give them a go. I think we almost need a bit of a... Re, you know, like, a, I do love Hita, but I, I, I do think it's it, it's good to get that refresh coming in. So so I'm, I'm probably... I, I wouldn't be too displeased with, 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 with Hita if he decided to hang up the boots for a pretty amazing career. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, with that slightly... Um, maudlin perspective, but you know, ruthless, which is good. <laughs> Thanks, Bubs. Yeah, um, ruthless. We're, we're going to move to the second quarter, which is the quarter no one wanted to talk about. I've got a very big glass of red wine beside me. It isn't helping. <laughs> Dunsey, you were there. I My summation of the game is that I thought it was fairly even for the first 30 seconds, and after that, Brisbane were much better than the Giants. The end. Yeah, look, I don't know whether it was the Jew or at the Beanstalk? The, uh, at the Coliseum, the Beanstalk, Giant Stadium, Skoda Stadium, whatever you want to call it, spotless. <laughs> no, we'll call it the Beanstalk. <laughs> the, the, the Beanstalk. Yeah, that, look, the um, the marks weren't sticking, the tackles weren't sticking, the umpires... They were sticking for the Giants. Yeah, 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 that's what I mean. The umpires were against us. Um, this it wasn't happening, and I think it was probably the intensity of the lines. Um, you know, when... Because in terms of the stats, I think we were pretty oh, even, if not on top, for a lot of the important stats, but uh, just not the score. Um, so yeah, it was it was. It, I, mi- I actually missed that that first little start. Um, so it felt like we just couldn't claw back from that twenty point margin. It was no, like we'd score a good goal that took a lot of building up to, and then straight away they'd score an easy goal. Um, but early doors killed us on the break, and then yeah. I mean, from like halfway through the second quarter, it was game versus game, and they were well and truly good enough. Halftime thoughts from uh, expert analysis Derek Duns. I think they're getting sucked into the uh, into the ball. It's into getting too con- yeah, it's too congested. Yeah. So what do we do? Spread out. Spread out. Excellent, excellent uh, expert opinion. Thank you. Yeah, they were good, and they're back. They're defenders. They are good. Like they've got a good, good, solid team there. I reckon they're a smoky. 
Smoking for the premiership. It's also our delivery, Dunsey. Delivery, our, our delivery, delivery, our delivery our in. To the forward 50, it was horrendous. And, and, and that also comes down to, it all came down to the better pressure. By yeah, the exactly. Like they, they were putting our mids under pressure. That's what it felt really like. Bomb, bombing away. Yep. And um, I've got, you mentioned stats. So you, you're at the game, but I'll, I picked out a few stats post-game from the, from the AFL. Right. Right. So Good work. Bit. So, Solid. so, so we won. So we won the clearances, fifty-five, forty-three. Yep. Really? We won the centre. We won the. We won the centre clearances, fifteen to eleven. We won the yep. stoppage clearances, forty to thirty-two. We won the contested possessions, one sixty to one thirty-five. Yeah. But t- with turnovers, we we bloody butchered it, seventy-four to sixty-two. I mean, right. And and that just highlights that like we got our first hands to the footy, but the pressure was just was just pretty much too much and and we just butchered it yeah it felt like no one had time like um needles your your uh, repetitive saying is um sam reed just doesn't seem to have enough time <laughs> well it, it felt like that applied to everyone it's hard for diabetics <laughs> yeah, they'd yeah be doing, like, we'd, like, be, we'd be doing loopy handballs and they'd be there'd be a one of their guys would be on the person as they were receiving the ball, whereas a lot of their stuff was sharp, or they were just getting it to foot, but they had people open yeah. and moved it really cleanly down the line. Like, they are really well coached. Yeah, yeah, they're good. They're going really well. I, I thought I thought from, from, it was almost from the, from the first ball up, we weren't firing. And, and it was interesting, my, um, my brother was at the game, Lukey, and, um, and he's a, He's all about fire, and the first, <laughs> and the first thing, he, and the first thing he messaged me after the game was just lacked fire, um, no real run from the back line. Yeah, um, Jeez. Needles and I were talking this before we started recording. There was a couple of moments there when the ball literally dribbled between Giants' legs, and they were just standing over the top of it. I, I just, I just don't think anyone turned up today. The, the other thing that I, I, I thought Stormy was good. Stormy was solid. Yeah. Um, and here we've got four, which is interesting. Yeah. I think um, just around the, the pressure as well, The a, a couple other stats that I was just looking at was just our forward pressure was just non-existent. Like Jeremy Cameron, two tackles. Yep. Finlayson mm. barely turned up at the ground. There yeah, was, he was a shocker. Like, the, the ball, maybe the delivery wasn't great coming in, but the ball just bounce straight back out again. And we just, apart from like the first half of that last quarter, we just couldn't keep it in that, that region. Yeah, but um, even when we were keeping it in the first half of the last quarter, there wasn't like we were piling on the goals. No, it, it, yeah, exactly. But and, and, that, and that's the interesting point because we've actually gone small in our in that kind of forward six setup yep. because we've, we've, brought, we've brought Langdon in yep. as a half forward. Like we've got Stormy Daniels on one of the half forward flanks, which should be, which yep, should be getting pressure, but, but the... The change the, the the change that I didn't quite like is I actually think that Jez is most dominant Jez Cameron when he's when he's up and about up the field yeah um, and then he's and he's working both ways and then Harry Harry and one out Finlayson yeah. is is a deep you know a deep near the yep. square because if you think about the first first few games when we were we were playing playing particularly well Finlayson all his goals were were within within pretty much thirty meters out yep. And they were deep, and and Jez was Jez was racking up thirty plus, whatever twenty five plus positions yeah. at five goals yeah. or something. So, and 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 lately it's been like Stormy getting the ball on the wing, and trying to hit Harry Himmelberg running back towards goal. Like 
I don't think that's our game. Well, and, and our forward line was no. super crowded all the time. Theirs wasn't. Mm. Mm. And when it was, but it was more crowded with their players. Like Lockie Neal. Lockie Neal is a jet. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's a jet. Brownlow, there it is. Oh, wow. Big call. Mm. Well, I think he will. Yeah, but you're probably right. That's, that's why people listen to the squinners. <laughs> here first. Uh, but, I mean, I like, yeah, so we were trash, but I don't think it was because we could have been better. As, as was it? Oh, yeah, as Bub said, you came to terms with it early on because it was poor play. Brisbane were excellent. Uh, yeah, I, I think they, they didn't are now, play They're well. the real deal, like the genuine article. I give them a chance. I, t- I tell you who I um, I really like, and I think I think it's really underrated is is old uh, Sammy Taylor in the back. Oh, so good. Oh, he's excellent. Doesn't he love he's a contest? Did, did... Growly, you would love him. Uh, no, Dunsey, you were there. Did he <laughs> did he come onto the field yes. with a strapped head? <laughs> yes, or was it that... strapped within the first two minutes? That was noted. That was noted. That maybe, maybe he was just protecting his ears. I don't know, but yeah, he, def- he definitely came on, <laughs> strapped up, and a lot of respect for that. I feel All like right. he's strapped up in another game as well. Yeah, yeah, I th- yeah he might have done something a couple of games ago. Did he get the injury last week? Or yeah, is okay. It, is it a fashion statement? I don't know. But he is good. He... <laughs> Taping up the earrings. A stud. You got a stud. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so the problem with that game, which was at home, why are we wearing white shorts if we're at home? White shorts. That's a good observation. I didn't didn't even notice. Yeah, well, that's my problem, because they were in their away kit, and we're in our... You might have to put that out to the fan base. I will. All right, ladies and gentlemen, never (laughs) surrender, pod. What the fuck? Why are we wearing white shorts? There was your reason. Um, But my problem with that, it's not like it's a lost opportunity. We win the Essendon game, we were second with the results that fell our way. Now we're fifth. That was an eight-point game, but it wasn't because we were better but missed the opportunity. It's because we were beaten. Yeah, yeah we were beaten. There's, there's, we there's been a few of these this year. Like, like we, we probably had a bad loss to Hawthorne. We had a bad loss to Adelaide. And, and then this was a, you know, and, and this was a, an Essendon, obviously, and then we got absolutely flogged today. Yeah. I mean, Adelaide, though, um, I can put down to the refs and, you know, a couple of missed opportunities. We kicked a lot of points. But this one, they kicked more goals and more points. It wasn't. Yeah, wasn't, yeah. It was a comfortable win for them. I think they probably felt fairly comfortable for most of the game. They were never under real pressure on the scoreboard, ever. And, and the other thing is, is some of their, well, their big big forward, old Hipwood, he, he was on one, one leg, leg. For, the, for three. Well, that was amazing. Yeah. And, but clunking marks and kicked a couple. Oh, yeah. he, he could hardly walk. Yeah, and right. that was, that was, a, that was probably... Hard for a gazelle. Yeah, hard for a little... Um, you know what he looks like? He's Nadal, like a gangly tall <laughs> Raphael Nadal. That's a, that's bang on. Well yeah. But he got that was in the first ten minutes, and I thought he's gone. Actually, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought he was out for the game, but he and he was still marking and kicking. I think he kicked a good goal. He's a gun. I tell you who was also good for the Lions, and this is thrown back to the Hawthorne days. Um, I watched the um, game, the Brisbane Melbourne game last week, and I thought Hodgie was a bit, a yeah, bit, um, bit flat, but Hodgie was really good today. Oh, yeah. Up and about, wasn't yeah. he? A couple of big hits. There was one one moment he he, he um, hit Jeremy Cameron. There's, there's no way yeah. Jeremy Cameron shouldn't be able to flatten the late thirty year old Luke Hodge. But <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> mind doesn't matter, I think. 
Um, look, before I finish this one and move on to the third quarter where we look at next week's, or this week's upcoming game, are there any are there any final comments? We're keeping this review short because it's not very triumphant. No. <laughs> Put a fork in it? Yeah. Well, it's... I don't know. I just kept feeling through the game. As I think our best is still better than theirs. And so... If we can find it. I've got a final thought. Yeah, but I mean... Lo- Whitfield. Yeah, Whitfield. He's but Josh huge. Kelly did his ha- did his calf, so no, I, yeah, we we don't. I don't know. I don't think it's his calf. I think ankle. It's, it's a well, it's something, uh, but it's, I don't think he's. Like, I don't think it's a soft tissue injury. A bump, not a scrape. Yeah, yeah. But my theory, my theory is this, right? Is this what we do every year? It feels like we do. We sort of have this bit of a lull after the bye, and we lose a couple of games that we should have won. And I've got no stats to back this up, but it feels like that's what we do. And then we come good. Well, if, you, if you feel yeah. it, feeling, feeling, <laughs> believing. No, Dunsey, I reckon you're spot on. Last couple of years, we've the same sort of, you know, malaise out, out, out of the bye week. Yeah. And then we don't really hit our gears until... Well, it was a 10 a days. We had another bye, go. effectively, because it was 10 days since the Essendon game. Um, but moving on to the third quarter, and I mean, we, we would want to maybe come good fairly soon, because I did the ladder predictor at 1am a couple of nights ago. And I ended up with Tigers... <laughs> A Tigers GWS Grand Final. Uh, Jesus. It, was pre- it was predicated on Brisbane losing. We were going to beat Brisbane this week. <laughs> we got a decent run in. However, we play a Richmond team who have put a sword through Gold Coast by 100 points up at Metricon. And we play them at the MCG. And I'm just off the top of my head, I, our, our record at the MCG is not as good as it, it's, it's not great. Um, and Richmond are feeling it. And we play them on Sunday on the 14th. So next Sunday at about lunchtime. What do we think? I, w- I was a lot more confident before this weekend. I wasn't confident. <laughs> and now... I'm not. not. <laughs> yeah. well, I think if we got through... I, 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 did, I, didn't, watch this, I didn't watch the Suns game. Oh, uh, yeah. I just, oh, that... just getting updates. and like They had 100 points by half time. Yeah, I, I saw the score and that was enough for me. Sydney Stack won the game off his own yeah, back. He's amazing. Oh, I tell you, if, God. if we don't, um, he'll win, win the Rising Star, I reckon. But if we come through tonight without any injuries um, and we get Whitfield back and we get possibly Mumford back, I reckon I reckon we're right next week. At the MCG? Oh, we love it there. We love oh, it. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. I forgot. Okay. I, I think I think we have we have to be. Like, if, if we're You're going to... You're accusing big calls, Dunsey. <laughs> If we're going to be anything in finals, I think we have to win next week. Because if we don't, then we're bottom bottom eight. Yeah, we haven't won. We fucked our chance really, for top two. Apart from um, yeah, we've been Geelong, but that was a long time ago. Not at the MCG. Um, not at the MCG, correct? So yeah, I think next week is make or break almost for the yeah. season. And then it's pies, isn't it? Yeah. Pies at home. Pies yeah, at, exactly. Pies at the Beanstalk. And then I think after that, it's Hawthorne at uh, the Golden Eagle. Uh, it's Port, Port Power, oh, Port isn't it? Power, Port at Power. Port. Yeah. yeah, that'd be tough. Yes, yes, it will. Well, we'll find out a lot about it. Um, <laughs> it could be, you know, worst case scenario, this wonderful podcast, which everyone's getting on board, will have managed to have a great chat about one win. But um, <laughs> we... we meet again next Sunday and everyone's all cock-a-hoop and talking about it was an amazing victory against an up-and-about up Tigers team. But Tigers are looking all right. They're, they're back. And they've got lots mm. of players to come back as well. 
Is, um, Rance is going to play. No. Yeah. 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 No, no, not this not, week. Not, not next this week. This season. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, that's what everyone yeah. thinks. And, and Rewalt must be pretty close. I think Rewalt's yep. back this week. Uh, yeah, right. That's what I heard last week. That he was potential for this weekend. Don't sound too about it, Yeah, I mean, so, okay. I'll get, you, I'll get a, a rate of confidence, Bubs, for Richmond at the MCG next Sunday. Out of 10. Uh, I'd, uh, I'd say, yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's either they're going to win or they're not. It's a... Yeah, it's a yes. it's a soft win for me. It's it's as flaccid as it gets, but it's a win. <laughs> Man, that's, that's a graphic description. Growler, uh, I've been pessimistic so far, but just in case uh, the podcast has exploded this week and some of the boys listen to it, um, just in I'm, case I'm all on them. When it in... explodes. When it... Yeah, I, and I feel Davis might might be listening this week after the plug last week. So yeah, I'm on them nine nine out of ten chance of winning. I don't have time to give Phil Davis a bit of a slap about his um, win about Sydney Uni. Not agree on a platter. Yeah, we'll, I'll keep that for next week, Phil. Degrees um, are hard, Phil. Just some just some advice. Uh, Duns. Oh no, we'll win. That was confident. I like okay, it. No, five words. Like that's all that. it needs. I don't think we will. And it's not because I'm not a fan. It's just because I will be watching. Therefore, we won't. Um, <laughs> watching it from the countryside. Okay. Well, fair enough. We'll, we'll convene again after watch. the Tigers and GWS game. Yeah. Look, this is the fourth quarter. This is play on at all costs. And we're going to talk about anything we like. And, Bubs, you had, you, you presaged, you, you said a little teaser. You've got something to talk about. Yeah, well, it's it's the membership, it's the membership story. So as as um, as you may have seen over the week, I think what are we within a hundred of of hitting thirty thousand? Really, a couple of days ago it was seven hundred ninety six. Ah, okay. And well, I was going to encourage yeah, well, our we'll... four downloaders from China <laughs> to get on board, <laughs> which would make only seven hundred ninety two. Nihao. But, but I also want I also wanted to put put a bit of perspective around the challenge in Sydney and about getting uh, getting members for, for sporting teams. Like, for example, so you've got Sydney FC out there with 15,000 members. You've got the uh, the Rabbitohs at 30,000 in the rugby league. You've got the, the, the most Parramatta popular team in NRL team in the country. Yep. You've got the uh, Parramatta Reels at 23,000. You've got the Wanderers at 20,000. And you've got the Waratahs at 15,000. Really? That's and, rugby for you, Duns. And, <laughs> and the Swannies... And declining. They've obviously been here for a long time and done very well at, at close to 57,000. Um, so they're, they're obviously well ahead and I think they're the biggest sporting team in New South Wales, um, sporting club. But but the, the other thing that... I know the Giants cop a lot of shtick from the Melbourne Melbourneites in general, but the one area where I where I keep pointing to that I think they're all bloody hypocrites was the, the Melbourne Storm, the team that was put into Melbourne 22 years ago. They just, 20, they, they, they just announced 20,000 members. I think it was might have been last year as their, as their kind of their, their hit. And so in the Giants, in their first seven yeah. years of actually playing AFL, we've just been close to announcing 30, 30 bloody thousand members. So yeah, wow. I think that's, yeah, that's awesome. nothing to be said. That is a great and, point. And if, 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 you actually, if you actually view it in perspective of, of Sydney footy, and, and although, as we know, Sydney... You know they're pretty fair where the supporters in terms of going to the games. I think 
for doing what the Giants did, have done, I think it's a pretty big achievement. Here, here, and obviously, Bob, um, that's Canberra, fantastic analysis. Canberra was a city that was supposed to be neutral between Sydney and Melbourne, but Melbourne, Bubs has just torn you a new one, and so you can suck it. You've got all these Melbourne, Melbourne guys that they, they support the Storm as their rugby league team. Meanwhile, they follow, the, you know, they go for Richmond or they go for Collingwood or they go for the Demons or whoever they go for. But, but the Storm is their rugby league team. And, and what the Giants are trying to do in Sydney is the AFL team of the West should be the Giants. And, you know, like, I think that's sometimes lost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it definitely come a long way in a very short period that, of time. That's extraordinary. And I mean, like, oh, here's something. The 30,000th member to sign up will get a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to talk with the Squinners live on the pod. I mean, there you go. That, that is a locked-in guarantee. There's a spike. Facebook can contact me. Yeah, and away we go. But um, So watch them roll in. Do you speak in. Chinese? We'll get there tonight. Chinese. Beg your pardon? Do you speak Chinese? <laughs> Our first Cantonese uh, touche Cantonese podcast. Not as not as well as some. Um, okay, no, that's a good point. Uh, I also well, I, we uh, sort of my thing that I wanted. We've just recorded um, myself and Bartman and Growler. We've just talked to Katie and Murray for the first inaugural episode of the Squinners Chat Up, which is our <laughs> spin-off uh, interview series. <laughs> And and so this this week the squinters chatted up Katie and Murray who got engaged wearing Giants fleeces by Dove Lake in Tasmania. It's a story of romance and desire that will keep you glued to your earphones. And we're gonna we're gonna drop that uh, probably next Monday in lieu of um, a this number five because it will be a bit late and I'll be in the country, so I'll probably do it a bit later in the week. But so that's going to be, I really encourage everyone to listen to that. They're some wonderful people. They've got a great story to tell. And then the next guest that the Squinters are going to chat out, we've just booked in Chris Bowen, the man who could have been uh, the Australian treasurer, who's a Squinters from way back. And we're going to interview him in his Parliament House office in a couple of weeks' time. So if you have questions, any questions about any topic, um, send us to them at neversurrenderpod at gmail.com and we will get the now Shadow Health Minister. We'll put him on the spot uh thanks chris and he'll answer those questions um and i suppose that's a particular request for questions from the squinters stone cold favorite giants board member <laughs> Catherine matthews uh shout out to Catherine. we really really love your board work so send us some questions for chris um anyone else any anyone else is playing on i'd like to um request an interview with uh, melissa doyle and possibly mitchell stark who is a a big yeah. giants fan yeah so, Starkey, we know you're listening. Um, email address. <laughs> He's a huge fan. Lots of downtime in the World Cup. He's yeah, definitely yeah. Listening. just um, before or after the semi-final, <laughs> just let us know. We'll, we'll be We're here. Flexible. We, do, we, we talk to people in England and France and America all the time, so it's easy for us. Um, and Melissa Doyle, uh, Duns, you've got a contact details? Uh, yep, I'll, I'll zap them through. Mel, Mel will be in touch. <laughs> 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 Crowler, what are you talking about? Um, not very much Giants related, but I just wanted to uh, give a bit of a shout out to Magic Door. Got back into football yeah. today. Um, Good call. Uh, I think he, I think he played twenty minutes or so. Took a big grab, had a big smile on his face. It's obviously with a metal rod in each hit. Yeah, it's, mm. um, he's come back from a long way. So it was interesting. Uh, I was listening to, I think it was SEN Radio earlier this week. 
they interviewed his um, physio, I guess, or you know, the the trainer at um, North Melbourne there, and he said it's the the most horrific um, injury and then recovery that he's sort of ever worked on, and um, he's yeah amazingly impressed by um, his his work ethic and his ability to get back to to the game. So yep. shout out to Magic Door and um, hope he gets back to first grade soon. Oh, that sounds he's a specimen. Really he's, have um, you seen how good he looks? Man, he's a specimen he's a huge of a human. human. Yeah. He's the most amazing human I've ever seen. And I've, <laughs> I've, stood, I've walked next to Ian Roberts, and he was the muscliest person. Uh, he used to play rugby league for South Sydney and Manly, I think, and I've never seen anyone with bigger boobs than Ian Roberts, but Majak Dor, <laughs> Majak Dor is elite. Yeah, he's amazing. In a platonic go magic way. Mm. <laughs> How's your dinner, Duns? It's good. Ice cubes. <laughs> oh, shout out to the Dana kebabs at um, the Beanstalk. By the way, they're sensational. Um, well, in, in case anyone's got anything else, uh, if there's not any more for any more, no, we'll wrap it up. Um, um, I've just got one. No, we won't wrap it up. <laughs> oh, actually, it's an idea for the next one. You don't want to tell me this offline. Don't no, go for it. Is this offline? No. <laughs> well, I feel like I need some music because it'll be like a where are they? Where are they now? Like where are they now? Yeah, we can do that. Violin. <laughs> yeah, like Thomas Bug. I love Thomas Bug. I've got Thomas Bug. Is a, I've got a story that, that there's, a, yes. there's a, a, a kid's giant story. I knew this how was... I love the giants. And Thomas Bug is described as an up and coming player. I'm going to read the whole thing out. But we've got a flat moment. <laughs> Please do. I loved him. I miss him. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a good. We could all do some research and come back with a. This is what happened to one of those guys who's left. Yeah. Um, Alex Carey. Oh yeah. Alex Carey playing well, in the. Yeah, uh, I mean, World he's Cup. our squinter's correspondent. He hasn't quite responded Ex-Giant. to my emails yet. Maybe he's busy like Mitchell. Um, but otherwise, look, that is it. <laughs> for a, another Never Surrender by the Squinners. Uh, look, sub, as I said before, subscribe and review us, but it's five stars or fuck off, um, on Apple Podcasts or Acast or Pocket Casts. I, it could be on Spotify. We're trying to get on Google Podcasts, but we need a website if anyone wants to be our tech person. Um, wherever you get your casts, speculate with us or at us via neversurrenderpod at gmail.com. And so we are closing the pot another week with the important message that of all the unimportant things in life, footy is the most important. Uh, we're the Squinners forever and ever. And gentlemen, we never surrender. Never surrender. Never surrender. That was very disappointing. Disappointing, uh, disappointing day at the Giant Stadium. Um, any positives? Any positives coming out of it? My brother won a bit on the multi, which is good. Cogs most disposals and Harry most goals. But that was about it. Uh, a lot of drop ball, missed tackles, missed goals, and good pressure from the lines. They probably deserved it.